What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about recession and how music teachers can keep their students this time. And I say this time because I know for a fact that when recessionary times hit, people are cutting. People are cutting expenses, and they're looking at the things that they don't need, and they're saying, can I go without this? At music school, uh, karate classes, music lessons, those are going to be things that people usually cut. We all know recession is here, or recession is coming. 80% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Inflation, which nobody knew about just three or four years ago, is on everybody's minds. And every time you go to the grocery store, you see another dollar added on to your favorite products. And people are pretty much being squeezed from every direction. They're paying more at the grocery store, more at the gas pump, more for their rent, more for their mortgages, for everything. But despite all these pressures, it hasn't been enough pressure for people to stop spending. Because I just read this morning that borrowing money to pay for expenses has risen to an all-time high. And that um, I think 50% of Black Friday sales were done with pay now, pay later, pay later type of things. Whereas like you pay three monthly installments or something like that. It's crazy. We haven't had enough pressure yet for people to start cutting back for real. But it is coming. It is coming for sure. Before I get into how you can keep your students, first we need to have some empathy. And like I want you to think about it from your customer's perspective, right? They're living paycheck to paycheck. I understand that music students are usually more affluent, but they are still experiencing the same pressures as everyone else. You're in their shoes, and they they got to make cuts now. They, they spent too much. Their credit cards are at the limit. They can't borrow any more money, and they need to cut 300 bucks a week or something or a month what would you cut in that situation you'd probably cut the stuff that you don't need and right now your customers are seeing you as something that they don't need they see it as a luxury people are going to cut going out to eat going shopping for clothes services like karate class music school etc but i have a feeling this is just a hunch that people will not reduce their coffee consumption <laughs> coffee is like it's just one of those addictions that everybody has, and we don't see it as an addiction, but it's just accepted. It's an accepted addiction that everybody has. People aren't going to cut their coffee, but they'll cut your um, they'll cut your music classes. <laughs> you have to realize that you are not really in the music teaching market. You're not in the karate, martial arts market. There are only really three core markets, which are health, wealth, and relationships. And as a music teacher, you are 100% in the relationship market. People aren't coming to you just so they can learn an instrument or press some keys or waste their time. Especially if you're dealing with children, their parents are dropping them off so they can, one, get that skill, and two, get cool friendships with other kids who are learning the same stuff and have something that is constructive for them to do. So from now on, when you're thinking about your marketing, you need to think, how can I bolster the relationships in my business between the students, between the parents, and the parents and yourself? And you have to do this well enough that when the time comes for, to make cuts for their budget, their monthly budget or whatever, they say, no, we cannot get rid of this music stuff because this is so essential to our relationships, uh, for our children, for us. And they're learning a great skill and they're having so much fun and they don't want to miss out on that. So we cannot cut this. That's what you want them to say within themselves. Before we talk about how you can build your relationships with your students and the parents who are dropping them off, you need to first think about personal relationships because all relationships are personal relationships. So think about all the relationships you have, your spouse, your friends, others, your business partners, your coworkers. How would you define a quality relationship with them? Because that 
those same qualities need to transfer over to you and your personal relationships to that of your students and their parents. I think one thing that everybody expects from someone that they really care about, that they have a deep connection and relationship with, is that they are constantly communicating with them. You cannot say that you love a person or respect a person or value someone's relationship if you don't if you aren't communicating with them on a regular basis. Imagine having a girlfriend or boyfriend that you only talk to once a month. <laughs> That's kind of what you're doing right now with your students. Another thing that you would expect from a personal relationship that you should transfer over to your business is vulnerability and honesty. You have to be vulnerable with your friends and your family members and your partners if you are to have a real deep connection with them. And it should be the same way in your business. Your customers should feel like they they know you to some extent, that you're sharing yourself, like you're not just some robot who delivers music teaching or karate class or whatever it is. You're an actual person who has feelings and has down days and up days and excellent days and terrible days and days where you just don't feel like doing it. You just don't feel like getting up. And the next thing, which is like a correlation to the last thing I just said, is you have to show your personality. You have to be a human. You need to be not just some somebody that they transact with, somebody that be somebody that they actually kind of know. And kind of what I'm saying is when you're increasing your communication with your students and their parents, you need to be more personable. You need to not be a corporate robot in your messaging. Instead of saying, hey, we did X, Y, Z this month. Thank you for all your support and help and blah, 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 corporate talk. You say, hey, we had a really good month. This kid did this. We're super proud of him. And we also had this problem come up, but we're working on it. Do you have any suggestions for this? Something like that. All right. You're probably thinking to yourself, this is all nice and all. I need to be more personable. I need to be like a real person in my communication. I need to communicate more often with my clients. But what are the practical ways that I could actually implement that? There are a ton of ways you can go about this. And I can't really give you specifics for your business, but there are some general things that I think would be super helpful if you're a music teacher or any other similar business. In terms of communication, I'd probably do like a newsletter, an actual newsletter, though, like physical newsletter, where you talk about all the accomplishments of your students or the downsides, the things that came up, the trials and tribulations. Maybe the roof started leaking. Put that in the newsletter. Maybe somebody uh, injured themselves playing the guitar. Talk about that or something like that. Something personal, something real. Be a real person and send them out something in the mail. And the reason I say physical is because, you know, everybody has an email address and they give out their emails like candy sometimes. And the likelihood that they'll open your thing in accordance and when you have all these other things in your inbox is not very likely. But having things come to you in the mail increases anticipation and connection. Everything that you'll be doing from this point on, well, what I think you should be doing is your main market is relationships. Everything that you do. From now on, needs to be focused on building relationship with your customers and between the customers themselves. So a newsletter is definitely one of the ways to do that. And then there are the things that I think most music schools are doing, but if you're not doing it, then you should definitely have a recital of some type. You have the, the little kids do a recital, and then the middle school kids do a recital, the high school kids do a recital, something. That's something that pretty much everyone is doing, I think, at this point. So you can probably disregard that. But you should definitely have some type of success path with um, milestones of achievement. And when I say like milestones of achievement, like where they get an actual award for doing something. Like when you're first learning guitar or piano or whatever it is, it's freaking difficult, man. It is freaking difficult. And there should be a point along their journey where you say, hey, you finally did this and you get an award for that. 
and I'm not just talking about some participatory award, like an actual award for actual accomplishment. And you can spread those awards out throughout their journey. It creates motivation to have an award that you're striving for. I'm trying to win awards while I'm doing this. And it's, it's a great motivational factor for me. It also increases um, interpersonal competition among your students. And they'll get better faster as a result. And the last thing I'll recommend for now is that whenever you're going to a parent to renew their membership, hey, do you want to continue this month? Or do you want to buy another three-month package? You shouldn't say renew. You should say, do you want to go to the next level? Your child is here. They've made progress on this and this. They still have some work to do here and here. Do you want to get to the next level? That's how you say, that's, don't say, come back next month. You say, do you want to get to the next level? And that is the language you should be using with your customers. And every time that you offer them to go to the next level, you need to actually have a gift for them, something that will sweeten the deal for them to make them more likely to come back. If I was in music school and I was teaching kids aged uh, 5 to 12, right, what I would do is I would say, hey, parents, we're going to renew, we're giving a field trip to the zoo and we're going to the movies for everyone who renews, who decides to move on to the next level. All you have to do is purchase a three-month package and we'll go on to the zoo or whatever. I know that it didn't really sound coherent, but I think you get the point. Whenever you want somebody to renew, you need to tell them instead of renewing, I want you to go to the next level. You're here. I think you can get here. You're just missing this and this and this. And here's a gift, some type of offer that will sweeten the deal for them. Imagine you're talking to the parents, right? And you're telling them about you want to offer them a field trip to the zoo and to the movies or maybe some arcade or something. Some, something fun, right? And the kids are right there. What are the kids going to say? They're going to say, yeah, I want to go to the freaking movies and the zoo and the bowling alley and the arcade or whatever the offer is. Of course, I want to hang out with my music student friends. Even the offers, the gifts that you give them when you make your offer for them to move on to the next level needs to be something that increases the relationship strength of you and the parents, you and the children and the children with the children and the children with their parents cross pollinate all the way around. I think that's all I have to say for now. I'm actually thinking about creating a mini course specifically for music teachers. I think I have a lot of uh, valuable things to say because I really do like music schools. I might do one myself this year. I'm learning guitar and piano, and I'm kind of getting tired of learning how to do this stuff by myself. So with that, if you're a music teacher and you got something good out of this, let me know. I hope you got something good out of it, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.